I'm Jess. Hi, I'm Heidi. We have 30 years combined experience in the beauty industry that we want to share with you. We want to help you build a strong foundation for a better beauty business. this morning yeah oh my goodness she's over here doing finger guns and I'm using my really cool mug that says I am not responsible for what my face does when I talk yeah try sitting next to her <laughs> this makes this really easy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gave you a warning there's a warning on my mug there's a warning mm -hmm. it says oh. I'm not responsible huh <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that mm. Mm. I guess okay. I'll just live with it if the mug says I'm not responsible I'm not it's just how you it wanna is. You want to see what my t-shirt says? No, I don't want to <laughs> see what your t-shirt says. You're not wearing a t-shirt. I mean, she's wearing a shirt, just not a t-shirt. <laughs> well, you don't have to wear pants when you do this because no one can see you. That's true, but we do wear pants. Like, I'm not sure I want people picturing that. That sounds terrible. <laughs> no one needs to be picturing that. Oh, my God. No, no. Okay. Well, All we, right, go we, ahead. <laughs> we digress. That's actually that should be the name of our podcast. That it probably should be. Um, so we have a special guest today, Arvin Anderson. Yay! Woo! Hey, oh, wait, Arvin. Hold on, I think we have. Woo! Will you have some class clapping? Do you remember what it is? I don't know if that's it. Nope, no. that's not it. Hold on, there's clapping. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that make your whole morning? Well, I, All the people clapping for you. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Really? I'm so excited. <laughs> so Arvin is here today to talk to us about coaching. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. We met Arvin, what, about a year ago? He's so lucky. Oh, it's over. <laughs> so Has, lucky. You are yeah. so lucky. Oh, life changed. Yes. I mean, it did. All within this whole year. It's taken a while. Yeah. It's a slow, it's a slow change. It's a slow progression. So, um, Arvin, go ahead and just introduce yourself and tell our people what you do. Well, my name is Arvin Anderson and I'm a coach for coaches. I help uh, coaches build online businesses by teaching them how to build online communities and create irresistible offers and teach them a strategic client acquisition system so that they can sell those high ticket programs. Fantastic. <laughs> He's over there making <laughs> Heidi's making faces at me over I'm here. Not so either. It's just my face. Oh, there she's making faces. Oh my god. <laughs> so tell us how you got into coaching. Yeah. How was that? Well, I would say my whole life I've kind of just had a natural inclination to help other people. Mm -hmm. I've always enjoyed learning new things and as soon as I learned them and understood them I wanted to turn around and teach other people how to do it too. Hmm. So it's kind of always just been a natural obsession of mine. When I first got into traditional coaching about 10 years ago in the health and fitness industry. So I was an active participant in CrossFit Literally. and it was something, <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I was totally obsessed over. And so after doing it as a as an athlete for about a year and a half, I just started like stepping in as a coaching role at the gym that I was at with new people that were coming in. And then 
then my entrepreneur spirit kicked in and I saw the opportunity because it was, this was before it went mainstream. So there was only like a couple of gyms in the area that were doing it. Mm-hmm. I saw the potential. I saw that it was something different. So I left that gym and opened up my own gym and ran a CrossFit facility for seven years. And then everything just started to, to radically grow from there. Awesome. Nice. You're one of those CrossFit people. <laughs> yeah, I am one of those CrossFit people. You're one of those people that judge CrossFit people. Well, my my sister is a CrossFit person, so this is why we. Oh. Yes, her and her husband are are CrossFit people. Yeah. Oh man! So How many I, years that they talk about nothing but CrossFit. There's been a while. There's been a while. I was like, I'm not coming to visit you for a while because I actually don't want to talk about CrossFit. Come talk to me while I'm in my gym in my garage. Uh, Yeah, we did that. We hung out in the garage gym a few times. I just drink beer in there while they work out. But, you know. Being jealous. Being jealous. Yeah. (laughs) They're just jealous because they can't drink your beer. Well, I drank their beer. Oh, wow. So they didn't have to drink their beer. Yeah, I, did. I was I was saving them. <laughs> I was helping them become better at what they were doing. Okay. I was coaching them. Sweet. <laughs> That's how Jess coaches, guys. It's amazing. She gets drunk the whole time. I do not. <laughs> I didn't say I drank all the beer. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Um, <laughs> I can see how certain clients may drive you to drink. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Or coaches. We've had a few coaches drive us to drink. <laughs> We've had, really? Maybe no. a couple. Well. We've had a lot of coaches in the last year. We have. We've had quite a few. A lot. Um, we'll go ahead and ask the next question, Heidi. What is the next question, Jess? Oh. You wrote them down. I did I write them down. <laughs> I told her what they were, but well, uh, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah, of course. You just made a comment. Yes. yes. Why do you choose to invest in coaching? We've actually done a couple podcasts on this. If you actually listened, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk! You're a jerk. Whoa. Um, I know. Wow, that was mean. Well, honestly, I didn't do coaching. No, Heidi actually thought it was, you know, kind of like her rocks and crystals. Um, <laughs> she thought it was this yeah. really weird. Mm-hmm. She was like, you want me to do what? And I was like, no. I was like, I hired a coach and this was last January. Yeah, she's like, you really should hire a coach. And I'm like, um, I don't need a cheerleader thing. She's like, what? I need someone to blow smoke up my ass all day long. I'm like, no, that's not what they do. And she's like, no. She goes, I've had therapy. I'm good. I'm like, mm. nope, not therapy. It's very different. And so it took a little while. <laughs> it took a little while to talk her into it. And well, I mean, honestly, like, honestly, when you think about it, like when you first see people like Tony Robbins, like literally, as I and maybe it's not, maybe it is just me. Mm. But seriously, I looked at him and was like, "Nah, that guy is not for real." Right. Like, right. what is wrong with that guy? Is he smoking like crack behind the scenes? <laughs> like, I was just like, "No way!" And then I watched the Netflix special and was like, "Hmm." And then I watched a few other things, and then you, like, pushed me into stuff. Well, if um, anyone knows Heidi, you know, it's you got to feed it to her in pieces and be like, <laughs> hey, check this out. And she's like, hmm, no. Hey, check this one out. No. Hey, watch this movie. It's really good. Hmm, maybe. 
All right. <laughs> and it slowly took a little while, but I think it took about four months. And then she was like, all right. Oh, whatever. I was like, well, I already signed you up and paid for it. So you got to do it anyways. Yeah, pretty much. That's how that was. <laughs> She's like, we're, we're doing it. So suck it up, buttercup. And yeah. I was like, um, okay. We did this five years ago, though, too, when I signed us up for a weightlifting trainer. I was Ugh. like, hey, Heidi, I just signed us up for a trainer. We're working out three days a week and we're going to be lifting weights. And she's like, what? I was. I yeah. was like, well, and here's your cost. So and you're yeah. going and I've signed a contract. And, and let's go. you have to pay for it yourself. <laughs> I was like, what? Side note to your audience, like that approach rarely works. So if you're listening to that. It rarely works that it'll buy coaching for somebody and say, hey, guess what? You're going to start coaching on Monday. That's right. true. It's very true. That doesn't. It very rarely it works. It very rarely. And, and the thing is, is like, and, it, and actually it didn't work for a while. Like the first few weeks I was like, this is so stupid. Right. It helped that when I got my KBB coach that it was Melanie. And right. her and I had a lot of things in common. And, and so it, we just clicked and it that was amazing. Right. Um, yeah, Heidi was like, actually, I might like this coaching thing. No, I liked her a lot. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, what's not to like, right. though? But um, coaching for me was always just kind of hinky. Like, I was like, you really need somebody to tell you you're doing a great job. And, you know, I, I was just like, I don't, I don't want somebody to tell me that. Yeah, it's taken a while. It really has taken Heidi quite a while. But I, think. I, I, you know, like I work with Jessica every single day at the shop. And so when you are working next to someone who believes in it so fully, for one, and then is like pushing you all the time, like, look at this website. Did you read this article? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, shut up. <laughs> but, you know, she. So she you're pushed. saying working with me is fun. It's a great time. <clears throat> we and we love one another like we're like sisters so it's kind of a you know like I'm like well okay as you know as once she wears you down enough <laughs> you're like fine I will do this and then I just allowed myself to be like I just told myself you know what if she, if she says it's working in her life I'm just gonna give it a chance and so I did and you know she's always loved the coaching thing though like she's always loved Tony Robbins and I've always taken that role though with a lot of people too yeah, so, so it's been you do love to tell people what to do hey <laughs> it's called coaching it's not bossy <laughs> uh, well, I don't know well okay I, I draw there's a fine line yeah and sometimes I fall over the line a little All bit right. I did not feel coached into getting a coach really <laughs> I felt bossed into getting a coach no I was like this is the next step in business yeah it was this is what you need mm-hmm and it was because we couldn't do it on our own anymore. Mm -mm. There was no way to move to another level because we didn't know what we didn't know. Mm. And I think that's where having a coach comes in. Mm. So that it's so important to have one. Yeah. We didn't even realize there were things that we needed to know about ourselves that we didn't know that we needed to figure out before we could grow. Right. I'm Dr. Mm -hmm. I'm Dr. Seuss right there. <laughs> wow. Oh, that was sad. So I guess that In leads us. Grow, you need to know. Yeah, exactly. It's true. So that does lead us into our next question for you. Um, why do you think it's really important that people get a coach, even when they're very first starting in business? 
Well, the simple reason is because it radically accelerates your growth. Well, explain that because a lot of our listeners are like 18. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Quality coaching to me helps you avoid the mistakes that you don't need to make and then supports you through the challenges that you need to go through so that you do learn and grow. Right. And so when you have an expert that has been where you're at and has gotten to where you want to go, those are the kind of people, again, that will help you accelerate your growth so you can get the results that you want faster so that you can grow into the person that you want to be in a shorter amount of time. And that growth is not just in your business, but it's like if it's also personal growth because you help everybody, not just professionally, but personally as well. Well, yeah, everybody comes in because they're like, oh, I want to grow my business. Like, okay, well, growing your business has very little to do with what you think it does. Mm. It has almost primarily to do with who you are, right? Because your your business is a reflection of you. Right, right. So we need, to, we need to change who you are and who you believe you are and what your beliefs and fears and limitations are so that you can step into a, a version of yourself that can create that kind of business and that kind of result. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, you've, you've helped us overcome quite a few fears. Still working on some more. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I think, there, I think there will always be more. Well, I think there's always something oh. you have to work through. Oh, new level, new devil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, it's true. And that's really important to point out, though, that you don't just get a coach at the very beginning and you learn everything and then move on. Yeah. You're going to continue to want to learn from someone who is a step ahead of you. Yeah, it's a continual growth right. process. Yeah, I've, I've been in continuous coaching for the last nine years. I'm always in, I'm either working one-on-one with a coach or I'm in a mastermind or I'm in some sort of development container with other people, but I'm always in a growth container. So do you have a coach right now? Right now I'm in a a mastermind with some other gentlemen that have a year ahead of me in business. They've achieved the results that I want to achieve by the end of this year. Awesome. And so they're teaching me everything that they've done so that, I can get through that while also teaching me the psychology, like, hey, this is what our experience was as we were going through this. So right. it normalizes the feeling, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times you get into the space and it's like, oh, I feel like I'm the only one that feels this way. Everybody else has everything figured out and mm-hmm. I'm the only one struggling to understand what this all means or like not understanding why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. And so when you can speak to people that have been in that space before, they, they normalize that mm-hmm. because if we just speak out loud what we're feeling, what we'll find is, oh, wow, everybody's feeling the same way I'm feeling. This is actually completely normal. Right. And we see that a ton in our industry because we're taught to be each other's competition and not work together. Mm -hmm. So it's really Mm -hmm. very negative going into it um, for a lot of these new stylists and nail techs. They're taught to get out there and try to steal everyone's business and there's not enough to go around and – you have to figure it all out by yourself. And then once you figure it out, you can join the cool kids club. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. Like, uh, and, uh, like it's like a, what, what's that, that book, the scorch trials or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, they make you go through all of the horrible things on your own. And then they're like, well, you made it. So congratulations. Now, what do you want help with? Right. <laughs> You're like, what? Right. And this is why we see such a huge fail rate in our industry. 
like what 80% in the first five years mm -hmm. because people don't know who to ask for help. And it's actually sadly a weakness to well, ask for help. And honestly, asking for help is really scary. It is. Because what if somebody's like, Why? yeah, well, because what if somebody's like, no way, I'm not helping you. Mm -hmm. I can't believe you even well, asked then, That's definitely the person you don't want to get help from. Which is true. Right. Which is true. But like when, and I'm just thinking from like, I don't, I mean, I have my own little hang up about younger people, but. Um, we're working through we're it. We're working through it. Um, I mean, I love younger people. I think it's great, but I think sometimes they can't see beyond, like they don't see like beyond everything into a future. And so it's almost like they, the minute somebody tells them no, they're like, oh, well now nobody will help me. Right. Well, and I think that what's interesting that I've kind of seen over the, last couple years is I feel like m there's not a lot of young people getting coaching mm -mm. because I think they think it's something they do later and it's not as mm. like normalized to do when you're 18 or 19. You're like, okay, well I got this. I got to go out on my own. And, and then, you know, you're 35 going, ah, oh, shit. Now which, what? Which I think is hilarious because what yeah. do they think your parents are? They don't know anything. Well, what? Parents are not coaches. No. <laughs> but they're teaching you. Right. But I mean, it's different. They're teaching, they, they're teaching you what they want you to know and what they want you to believe. And what they think is best for you. A coach does not do that. You know, it helps guide you to the best decision for you. Right. And parents often want you to embody what they believe is best. And it comes from a good place, but it also comes from a, a space of limitation. Right. Yeah. Right. So I just had a question and I just lost it. Oh, my Lord. The cat's very distracting because she wants to step on everything. I, She's just I thought you had them running down. I did. Those were the three. I just thought of something <laughs> new. <laughs> and, I, and then lost it. I did. I lost it. Um, well, so like, so there. Well, you, you, you said a couple things there, right? Yeah. One of the things that you said was, you know, they don't take, they don't take on coaching in the very beginning. Right. <clears throat> One of the primary reasons for that is because of the investment in coaching. Because they'll look at coaching and they're like, even if I wanted it, I can't afford it. Right. And the way that you got to look at that is by working with the right coach, it is an investment. So let's say the coaching is $5,000 to start. You're looking at like, holy shit, I can't. Oh, sorry. Then I'm, you're I'm you're okay. We do it all the time. <laughs> oh we my do gosh, it. I can't. We swear. Uh, we swear to it. Oh my fine. gosh, I can't afford $5,000. Mm. what you have to understand is you hook up with the right coach. Like if you work with Jessica and Heidi, that one of their intentions is to show you how to 10 X that investment. It's by you work with, if you don't work with me over the next six months, let's say you bring 30,000 into your business. But if we can teach you the systems that we use in, in our business and teach you how to implement it, then that $5,000 investment is actually going to bring you $60,000 over the next six months, like just using random numbers. Right. 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 So they, they look at it as an upfront cost versus an investment in their growth. And they have to have that space where they have to trust themselves and the process to work so that they can accelerate their revenue and their and the growth of their business. Yeah. So they need to look at coaches as a tool. Like, you know, like you need this tool because I like need a table to do business on. So I need like my coach is just it's 
you have to think of it many ways. Like it's part of the things that you need to get your business started. Right. Absolutely. Well, it's an investment. And what's it the is. purpose of an investment, right? To, to grow your money faster than it would in just sitting there, right? Right. right. Is there a risk? Of course. But you find the right people to help you. You find people that have proven results, which both of you do. Right. Like they can look at your numbers and, and they can see it. you guys both want run very successful beauty businesses. Mm-hmm. So why would you not want to learn from somebody that's already done what you, what you wanted to do? Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's so true. And I think, I really think the biggest thing is I feel like they don't even know it's a thing at 18. You know, you mm-hmm. get out of beauty school and they're like, mm-hmm. because they're not, it's not brought into the school. Like, okay, when you get out, you might want to look at getting a mentor like or a coach or because I know in other countries like in Italy and Ireland, you don't actually go to beauty school and on in some places, obviously, you actually go and you internship. Mm. You just start out sweeping the floor. You start out learning everything from the very bottom end, but you mentor with the, it's the an owner, appren- yeah, it's an, an apprenticeship. apprenticeship yeah. And so you learn that way. So mm-hmm. you have a built-in coach where here – Anybody can go to beauty school. You can actually get student loans to go to beauty school now. Um, you go do that and then you leave and you're like, okay, now I have all these loans. I have to go to work. I have to make money. I'm amazing. I was the best person in beauty school, which really isn't saying much, sadly. Um, and they refuse to go learn anymore. They refuse to take on any kind of advice, anything. And it's a struggle. They refuse. That's such a strong word. It is though, but there is a group and it's not all of them, but it, of course, no, but there a, is a group. A, there's a small group. And, and I've met a few of them who mm-hmm. go, I don't need to. I'm already amazing. I'm going to charge $200 for a haircut. Like, okay. Have you taken any other education? Do you know what to do with that? Are you sure that's what it's worth? Well, of course, because I'm amazing. Okay. We'll see how you do. But they won't take any advice, which is. I mean, and those are obviously people who will figure it out on them, their own or not succeed, but it's a struggle that, to get like what we're doing into the into the schools mm. so that, you know, people can understand that coaching is really important from the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would say the majority of the things that I've learned in my life that were actually relevant to life mm-hmm. were not just naturally taught to me it was information i had to go find right and that i think that that's very true i think that's very true for a lot of things Mm-hmm. well that's why they have you to start educating them I to know. get them to think differently right and listen to our wonderful curious, podcast like, <laughs> yeah digressing a lot today is actually we're mm-hmm. pretty on point well, when we when we do have someone else, we're on point. It's just it's the two of us that we digress. <laughs> oh, this is on point for you guys. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't tell we're very focused. <laughs> Did you just faint? <laughs> oh well, you know. Oh, huh? <laughs> I'm squirrel. Wait. <laughs> I'm sensing a little bit of. Yeah. Hmm. So as a coach, what do you enjoy about coaching? Oh, man. My favorite moment is 
those moments when the client achieves something that in the beginning they thought just really wasn't possible for them. I love that side. Like I love the results side, but even more than that, I love when I see the shift in them because sometimes it's really hard for you, for you to see it in yourself. Mm-hmm. But for me, I've been doing this so long. Like there's, there's other shifts that happen. There's, there's shifts in physiology. There's shifts in, in energy. There's shifts in tone of voice. There's shifts in the way they start to describe themselves. There's shifts in the way that they start to talk about what they're creating, what their future is. Mm-hmm. And it just starts to become more positive, more optimistic, more abundant and everything like the feeling of who they are just starts to evolve. And I see those things happen in those certain moments when, the, when they talk about something specific and I'll, and I'll catch it and I don't even need to call it out. Right. Cause it's not even necessary. in a lot of times like point out that's happening, mm-hmm. but I see it and I feel it. And, and I love those moments because that's truly when the coaching is working is when they start to, to shift as individuals. Oh, I love that. I'm sorry. I think I have to sneeze. So. Oh. Talk, can, <laughs> talk amongst yourselves while I sit over here. Try not to sneeze. <laughs> oh, this, this is what I deal with on a daily basis. Whatever. 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 Oh, well, I have to say that um, watching Heidi go through this in the last year has been very beautiful. And it's been very interesting watching, like, because I saw, you know, five years ago to where. Yeah, yeah, she saw me when I was at my worst. Like yeah. she was at my house the day of my worst story. Yeah. Like <laughs> I laid in bed and ate donuts with her. Mm. I don't even eat donuts and I ate donuts. She did with eat donuts her. with me while we watched movies and I cried and yep. slept and cried. Yep. But, but yeah. watching just this last year since you've started coaching, like the shift has been like a million fold. Mm-hmm. It's been really Mm-hmm. interesting to watch mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i think it's definitely working no I, and i feel that it's working interestingly like at the beginning it's hard to notice that you're shifting mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. all of a sudden you you like i just start feeling like well i can do this like mm-hmm. i'm and a lot of the, a lot of it was just me noticing in myself that i wasn't doubting myself as much and i wasn't asking for someone else's opinion about everything as much mm-hmm. um yeah cuz so i cuz i would i would like come home and be like ron what do you think about this and he'd be like it's stupid <laughs> because he doesn't <laughs> cuz he's like but he he literally you know he's a pharmacist so he completely thinks on the other side of his brain like he does not mm-hmm. think the way i think at all he is not an entrepreneur at all like i thought him doing that would kill him it would literally kill him yeah. and um so like i and i always just took what he said like i was like you're right it's stupid and um but since, the, you know, this last year, it's been, I've noticed, like, I don't, he's like, you don't, you don't ask me a lot of questions anymore. And I'm like, because you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I know stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't know stuff about the stuff I need you to know about. So, you know, like, it, I came to that realization that I don't have to ask everybody's, you know, opinion or for their approval all of the time. I can decide that on my, I can decide that on my own. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing. Like, and it's interesting because 
there are times that I'll think I should probably ask Ron about that. And then I'll be like, no, I'm not asking Ron. God damn it. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And I do it and he doesn't even notice. So I didn't ever have to ask him. No. Honestly. No, it's been amazing too, because, you know, Heidi and I've worked together for about 10 years and after she fell into like all the stuff that happened about five years ago, and we've talked about that before Mm. and, um, you know, watching her not come to work and not show up for herself and, you know, be in sweats to come to work. And I, I didn't show up for anybody. No, she was always canceling on people. She didn't show up for herself. She didn't show up for her clients. My kids. Nothing. Her kids, her husband. She just locked herself in a room and was like, that was it. And watching this last year where like now I come over and she's like, oh, I'm down here putting makeup on. And she's got like cute shoes on while we sit on the couch. And yeah, it's... <laughs> It's amazing. Like, it's really like, she'll walk in and I'm like, oh, there you are. Well, and that's just it. Like, I was, I grew my hair out so that I could put it in a ponytail and wear hats to work. Like, that was my goal. Like, I was like, I can't wait till this is long enough to put in a ponytail so I can wear a hat to work. Yeah. The stupidest thing ever. Mm -hmm. But it was a goal because I didn't want to deal with it. Right. But I, your clientele, what, you you just finished all your books and you grew last year? I did grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, business grew quite mm-hmm. a bit mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of that you actually finally accepted the coaching. I did. Yeah. And and the fact that I just feel like coaching has made me realize that there's not really anything wrong with me. I feel so much better about myself. Mm-hmm. And yes, we all have mm-hmm. our hangups. But, you know, for the most part, I, you know, like I did do a lot of therapy and coaching has done for me what a lot of therapy didn't do which was make me realize that, you know, I'm not a terrible person because these things happen to me and I can be who I want to be and I don't need other people's opinions or approval to become a great person. Yeah. So, Mm, yeah. Beautifully said. Thank you. Yeah, it was really, after watching you go through therapy forever, really this last year has been... And I'm not it's saying... It's changed a lot. Like, don't her, get me no, wrong, her therapy guys. was like, amazing. Therapy was huge. It was right. really... I don't want you to think that, that you should get a coach and not therapy. Like, <laughs> you probably, you know, get both. <laughs> but um, I'm just saying, like, I did do a lot of years of therapy, which probably did help prepare me for being able to implement all of the coaching that I went through. Mm-hmm. Because there are some things like you... There's some blocks that you already have to have been over for me to have even accepted that coaching. Right. So I'm no, please don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying therapy's stupid. I therapy did a lot for me, but coaching is where I've noticed the most growth. growth. Mm-hmm. Because well, that's the focal point of coaching is growth. You know, therapy is more like resolution of, of trauma, <clears throat> any kind of just you know history of of pain. Right. You know, being able to. Get out to of face bed. that, address it, and heal it. Yeah. And coaching is all like, here's where you are. This is where you want to get to. Let's go. Yep. Right. <laughs> well, and honestly, had really Heidi not been, both. well, had you not been open to this, you wouldn't be here with me. No, if I, because like if I had actually decided not to open myself up, I would have looked at Jess and been like, you just wasted your money. Yep. Like, this is stupid. But I didn't go into it that way. And I think, I was at a time in my life where I really needed to move forward anyway. Like I knew I needed to move forward. I knew I needed something different. I couldn't keep doing the same thing over and over again. I was bored. I was like starting to get antsy and depressed again. So I knew that something new needed to happen in my life. 
I just wasn't sure what it was. And then you presented me with something. Mm -hmm. So that's what Jess is in my life for, to, to give me new opportunities. <laughs> Otherwise, I just hang out at my house. <laughs> I'm like, hey, let's go do this. Here, yeah. you want this? Here, let's go here. Yeah. I bought us plane tickets. Yeah. We're going. We're going. Yes. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, life is an adventure. You need to start living more of it. Now you are. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Yeah. And, and yeah, they do. And they should. Like, when they do therapy, they should offer coaching at the end. They really should. Just because I think it's the the fact that it just kind of goes hand in hand, actually, to get you through that trauma yeah. and then to help you pick yourself up and start over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a very enlightened year <laughs> well but i've seen changes in you as well like you've given up things that you've held on to like you have given up a lot of control and power like i have yeah i'm doing very good at this yeah and so and she keeps telling herself she's doing very good at hey this. <laughs> someone has to tell me no one else is telling me <laughs> but she she has changed she's let go of things that she was not ready to let go of so mm. um you know, she's like, she asks me for more help now, where in the very beginning, she just did everything. And I was like, well, was there anything you need me to do? And she's like, no, I got it. And I always was like, oh, my God, like, I'm the worst person ever because I don't help her do anything. But she never wanted me to help her do anything. Right. Or if you did, you pretended that you didn't want me to so that you could just do it yourself because you knew you would do it and you would do it the correct way. And you weren't sure what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> well, but now I now I know you'll do the right thing. Yeah, see, so she has actually had quite a bit of growth too. It's just not the same type of growth that that I have had. Like she's always been very confident and and in the know and sure of her business and herself. And and she got to see me where I wasn't that, and now I'm becoming that. And so that's a different kind of experience to watch. But watching you give up some things. Like any, actually, it's just giving up a lot of control. Watching you give that up is has been actually pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have both of you to thank for that. <laughs> See, everyone. You're welcome. Yeah, we did a really good job. <laughs> yeah. See, you did. It took two of you, but you did a great job. What's this one? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you guys are amazing. No, I but really, it's been, this has been such a great journey. And I think if you don't, if you aren't even open to the idea of coaching, you're missing out on mm -hmm. a completely different type of life that you could lead. Yep. I absolutely agree. What do you think, Arvin? 100%. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know. Are you over there playing with Legos again? Yeah. Like, we got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still present. <laughs> that's the thing about getting around. That's the thing about getting around bigger thinkers, right? Mm -hmm. Like they help you see things that you didn't even know were possible. Mm -hmm. Yep. Help you step into that. Yep. yep. I think everybody should have at least one coach, if not two. Yeah. Or at least one in their lifetime. Yep. But well, a good one mm -hmm. because sometimes you get a coach and they're not so great. Yeah, that's true. So you got to make sure that you're actually learning. Something. Yes. <laughs> and know it's okay to walk away if you're not. That's true too. Like you don't absolutely have to stay with someone who's not doing what you need them to do. Mm -hmm. 
you get the experience you're meant to have, you know? Exactly. Yes. Scenario like that, it was meant to teach you how to stand up for yourself. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. It just it just depends. You always get what you're meant to get. Oh, <laughs> that's always fun. <laughs> what are you just say in a different way? Because you call it the universe. It is the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you some rocks. <laughs> Sweet. I've always needed rocks for my garden. More rocks for my garden. Oh, they're called crystals. <laughs> Well, Arvin, we appreciate you and we appreciate you um, joining, you know, us joining us and listening to our on point <laughs> interview. Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? <laughs> He's like, uh, I love the Jessica to- and Heidi show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, um, I'd love it if you guys would actually stay on point. Right. <laughs> Maybe we'll work on that in the next coaching session. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think like what's so cool about your dynamic is not only are you guys experts at what you do, but you're fun and entertaining. And that's one of the key components of a successful coaching container that I don't see exists in most of them is the entertainment factor, right? Like you can get a lot of, a lot of experts that are just kind of dry in the way that they deliver, but anybody that chooses to coach with you, I mean, obviously, they're going to learn the expertise that you guys have accumulated over the years that you've been in business. They're going to radically grow their business. They're going to make way more money working with you than they'll ever be able to make on their own. But most importantly, like, they're going to have a good time doing it. It's going to be fun. And that's the key component. That's true. We are funny. And we are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks, Arvin. It's been awesome. We do appreciate you. We really yes. appreciate you. We think you're amazing. You are an amazing coach, and you've led us places that uh, I don't think we would have got to otherwise. So, oh, I know we wouldn't have got to. Yeah. So, so we also thank you. You're amazing. Well, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You ready to? Well, I let's wrap this up. Yeah. All right. You get to hear the end of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks, Arvin. <laughs> Thanks. No, what? I'm joking. <laughs> I'm like, that's not the right button. <laughs> that's not the right button, Jess. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's not it. it either. No.